Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. I've got a text here that says it might be a little different, Rob, but imagine if uh, you at your workplace were to lick a fellow co-worker. I'm pretty sure that there'd be charges against you. Right, but I mean, if I trip somebody or, you know, cross-check somebody, if I grab the mop out of the closet and cross-check somebody, I mean, I could lose my job. Maybe they would phone the police, right? So in a hockey game, you get two minutes for that. So I realize that you can do certain things in the context of hockey. The hockey's got its own way of dealing with things. But yeah, where, where does a lick fall? Now, if you've already, if you've got someone like Sean Avery, who was quite a pest in his day, saying that you're doing something dumb, maybe you should pay attention to that. Brad Marchand of the Boston Bruins, though, seems to like getting under people's skin, likes annoying his opponents. And he plays that way. He's a pest, but he's also really, really good. I mean, he's a very talented player. You look at the... the Points race this year, you look at on a points-per-game basis. Brad Marchand had an amazing season. I think people are going to remember this year, though, for the licks. Two of them in these playoffs. Uh, one against Leo Komarov of the Maple Leafs in the first round, and then over the weekend against Ryan Callahan of the Tampa Bay Lightning. That prompting a warning from the NHL that more of that would result in some supplemental discipline. Some people saying maybe we're making too much of it, or maybe there's an underlying kind of homophobia there, where it's a man licking another man, and people get uncomfortable about that. Look, I, I think Ryan Callahan had it right. If Brad Marchand spit in his face, the NHL would deal with that, and this really isn't that much different. Well, joining us to talk about all this, please welcome, uh, welcome to the program our friend Jock Wilson, host of Sports Talk with Jock here on 770 CHQR. Jock, thanks for making some time for us here. I can, honest, I can honestly say I've never licked you, Rob, which is... Which is <laughs> I can although, confirm that. <laughs> although in hockey terms, if you lick a co-worker, it's probably better than licking the opponent, right? <laughs> uh, at, least, at least you know your teammate. That's way, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, I don't I mean, what are your thoughts on Brad Marchand? I mean, the, the, he's a great past, he's a great player. What, what do you make of him? Well, his nickname is a little ball of hate. And, and I think in your opening, you described it very, very well. You know, he's out there to, you know, to be a pest, to be, you know, that sandpaper type of player. And he's a very effective hockey player. But, yeah, when he crosses the line like this, I, I think Kelly Rudy on Hockey Night in Canada probably said it best. You know, it's embarrassing not only to the player, it's embarrassing to the team, it's embarrassing to the National Hockey League. And, you know, the NHL probably dropped the ball the first time around when they didn't really take action. You know, Paul Stewart, the former NHL referee on Twitter this weekend, uh, he made a really, really good point. He pointed out that the NHL used to have a gross misconduct penalty in the rule book, and that was for extreme unsportsmanlike conduct acts. And this would have been a perfect time to pull out the gross misconduct penalty. But uh, that's no longer in the rule book. But as Paul Stewart pointed out, you know, it still should have been at least an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, a two-minute minor plus a 10-minute misconduct. The NHL, the officials on the ice, did absolutely nothing. And, and it was a disgusting act, and I don't think anybody wants to see it. I don't care what your sexual preference is. It's just one of those things that it's not part of the game. It's not part of society. Yeah, and it's, it's unnecessary. I get, you know, I mean, if you're looking for your opponent to punch you in the face and, and take a dumb retaliation penalty, maybe this is one way to do that. But it seems like one of those scenarios where the NHL probably didn't think it would have to ever deal with. I can't remember of hearing anything like this. 
Yeah, and I think the unfortunate thing, Rob, if you were watching that game and it happened while I was on the air on Friday night on Sports Talk with Chuck, it was very interesting because the whole sequence of events, first of all, there was the low hit by, by Brad Marchand, and that was a dirty, dirty play because anytime yeah. you're hitting somebody low, you're, you're trying to take out their knees, and so that could have been penalized. And then, of course, the ensuing scrum you know, went on and on until eventually Brad Marchand took it over the edge and took it over the line and decided to, to lift the player. So, you know, two wrongs don't make a right in this case. Two wrongs, uh, there should have been a suspension, even though the Boston Bruins are not eliminated, but you could have carried it on to, uh, to next season. So, again, I... I'm very, very surprised the NHL has not taken more action on this. Yeah, and it sounds like maybe going forward, this is one of those things where they'll be more prepared to deal with it. It We mentioned Sean Avery, and there was that that Mm -hmm. famous instance where he was, you know, Right in, um, was it Martin Brodeur's face, right? Right. With his glove, essentially. And they kind of realize after the fact, we almost need a new rule to deal with this guy. You know what? You you play hockey, Rob. You've seen a lot of hockey. The face washing has been around forever. Yeah. You know, and, and I think anybody who's ever watched even especially playoff hockey, how do you get into somebody's, uh, you know, grill? You basically take your smelly, dirty glove and you put it right into the guy's nose. And, and, and hey, that's not a pleasant smell. It's not a pleasant thought. It's not a pleasant act, but it goes on and on and on. So, you know, again, I'm not saying that's right, but it certainly has been done in the game for a long, long time. Spitting or licking, you know, it is totally unacceptable. I don't get the sense Brad Marchand, though, feels bad about it. Uh, I you almost give the sense that he's kind of proud of himself, even though his team is, is now uh, bounced from the playoffs. So he's, I don't know, that doesn't seem like he's going to change. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Twitter war today with the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, I did. Mont- <laughs> that was kind of funny. The Montreal Canadiens sent out a little bit of a tweet, and, and they Brad Marchand respected, you know, saying, hey, at least we went, you know, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but at least we went further in the playoffs, and you shouldn't throw shade when, you know, you're not even in the uh, in the playoff picture. So, uh, anyway, it's just, it's all part of the storyline. <laughs> well, it is, and, you know, it's too bad, because, I, I you know, I think the playoffs have been pretty exciting so far, and you know, it's going to be a big night tonight in Winnipeg, obviously, mm-hmm. that uh, this kind of garbage has kind of overshadowed a lot of the, the good stuff. Yeah. So let me ask you this question. If you were the, you know, in charge of department player safety, I don't know if it falls under player safety, but if you were the commissioner, if you were Bill Bingley, if you were Gary Bettman, what would you have done? Would you have suspended the player? I think of the second time, yeah. I, I, there was yeah. some conflicting reports about whether he was warned the first time. He denied it. Uh, other people right. said that there was a warning. And, and yeah, if he's going to do it again, yeah, I, 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 I would have. Yeah, I, I, I would have too, especially the second act. You know, and the first time you can give a verbal warning and whether or not the league did or not. You know, obviously the Brad said it didn't happen, but I would be surprised if the league didn't do it. Uh, the second time around, without a doubt, he should have been suspended or he should have been fined. There should have been there should have been action. So again, not. I think what is disappointing from an NHL perspective on my part. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I don't know if it's a player safety issue. And I mean, you know, we've seen yeah. some some dirty hits in these playoffs, and players yeah. have been suspended. But it, I mean, it speaks to something else. If you'd suspend somebody for spitting in the face, like Ryan Callahan said, I mean, this this has got to fall in the same category, I think. Exactly, exactly. And and hey, is that the disciplinary action? You bet it is. So so why is this not disciplinary action? I think that's why we're all asking the questions, and that's why you're talking about it on your show. That's why I talked about it. You know, on Friday night, and that's why it's, it's the number one talking. We're not talking about what's happening on the ice as far as the games go in Winnipeg, maybe advancing tonight. We're talking about Brad Marchand, you know, licking people. And yeah, he doesn't need that. No, absolutely. All right, well, more tonight, 7 o'clock, uh, Sports Talk with Jock. Uh, Jock, thanks for making some time for us here this afternoon. Appreciate it. Anytime, Rob. All right, take care. Uh, Jock Wilson.
Uh, you can catch them, of course, weeknights, 7 o'clock, Sports Talk with Jock. And, yeah, there's there's a lot more to these playoffs than just, uh, you know, the antics of Brad Marchand. But it certainly got a lot of attention and a lot of condemnation. Right, in the grand scheme of things, when you talk about the suspensions that have been handed out, like Tom Wilson of Washington, who finally got three games after having, you know, gone away with a, a lot of dirty hits. Stuff like that, you got to get that out of the game. You know, these hits to the heads, players leaving their feet when, when delivering hits. Yeah, it's, that's garbage. This is a different kind of garbage, though, that I think the NHL needs to deal with. I don't know of anyone else who's done this. This seems to be kind of a Brad Marchand thing, but the NHL needs to make it clear, look, that's not okay. You're going to spit in somebody's face to try to get a, a reaction. We're going to deal with that. This kind of thing falls right into that category. Keep it out of the game. And I'm sure he's still going to be a pest. He's going to go out of his way to antagonize other players, try to get them off their game, try to get them to retaliate, but, but not this way. So what do you make of that? 403-974-8255-974-TALK. This is uh, Mike. Mike, welcome to the show. Well, afternoon, Rob. Yes, sir. I just think a few years ago, uh, Hockey Calgary, uh, I guess Notley might not, not have liked it, but they informed the parents about a danger of mononucleosis among hockey teams when the players were sharing water bottles. Right. Now, if viruses or, or disease can be spread by sharing bottles, well. what, <laughs> what uh, Marchand did was far worse. Who knows, what, you know, should he have to uh, get a health test before he's allowed to play again next year? He could transmit disease to other people. And... Uh, you know, uh, Hockey Calgary, uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned something about gay stuff and gay straight alliances and not, not wanting parents involved. Hockey Calgary involved parents in this issue because it was a, a safety issue. Well, Whether it's uh, yeah. assault or anything else, it's a safety issue. And I think Marchand, his uh, conduct was over the top, and it might expose other players to risk. Yeah, it could potentially, Mike. You're right. Appreciate the call. I mean, you know. And that's it happens in hockey. Certainly sharing water bottles is one thing, but you know, the close contact, uh, you know, players getting each other's faces, even without the licking. I suppose germs can be spread. And you had the it was the mumps a while ago, right, wasn't it? I remember Sidney Crosby, his face all puffed out, or you know, mono's another one. So sure, but and yeah, I mean that's the thing. How do you know? How do you know if uh, an opposing player is is sick or has been battling something? Right? I mean, what if, uh, you know, that was coach's strategy? This guy's been sidelined with injury. Well, let's bring him back. And I tell you what, we want to sideline the other team's top players. So you, if hopefully you're still contagious, why don't you go over and lick him, spit in his face, try to get him sick? I mean, how do we know, right? I think if Brad Marchand were ill or had some kind of virus and was doing that deliberately for that purpose, right, I mean, that would put a whole other spin on this. Put it in a whole different kind of context. But how do they know, right? So, yeah, I think that that's another reason why you don't need it. Right. And, I mean, you know, the other thing that Hockey, Calgary, and other associations have been dealing with, it's that kind of, you know, language on the ice, too. Like, saying a nasty word, even a racist or a homophobic word, isn't going to cause physical pain, but it brings the game into disrepute. And so that's why you want to keep it out as well. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.